Welcome to the Revealing Voices Highcast series. After writing over a thousand haikus over the last six years, I was encouraged by Tony to share them with others. I'm thankful for the opportunity to read them in the style of Sinryu, combining prose with haiku to provide context and explain significance of the haiku moments in my life. Each highcast starts with a narrative or contemplation and ends with a traditional five-syllable, seven-syllable, five-syllable haiku. My hope is that the highcasts will inspire your own reflections and search for beauty in the miraculous and the mundane. Until very recently, I had never considered myself an artist. As someone who loves to write, I've also had a hard time calling myself a writer. I'm beginning to think that it is with false humility that I've been reluctant to jump the chasm between someone who writes to writer. Part of my journey over my life has been embracing this vocation as part of my identity. I began writing journals when I was in high school and stayed fairly consistent throughout college. I'll have to go through my journals and files to discover my first non-academic poem, but I reckon it was while I was still in high school. I've got to say, I wonder if there is a divide between those who call themselves artists and those who call themselves writers. The quintessential arts and crafts shops focus more on artisanal goods and less on writing. On the flip side, I suppose artists may be dismissive of the triumph of the writer at the bookstore where there is often a dearth of crafts. Perhaps we need an arts, crafts, and word store where everyone can be happy with their creative contribution to the world and supportive of the local economy. I'm telling you this because in 2014, I endeavored to paint. Not because I'm a painter, but because I decided for one canvas, I would be someone who paints. The summer of 2014 was in the middle of my most recent extended depressive period of my life. It wouldn't be until the spring of 2015 that I began to feel like myself again. At the time, I did not consider myself a serious gardener, but I did have three small spaces, each around 100 square feet, where I grew traditional vegetables, my favorites being kale, banana pepper, zucchini, and squash. I did not care for flowers because they did not hold dietary value for me. I did try nasturtiums once, a sort of gateway edible flower, but was not impressed by their productivity. You might say I was very human-centric in my plant choices. My mom is a gardener. Both flowers and vegetables grow well under her tender care. Both of my parents have been gardening my entire life. There's a framed picture of me in the garden as a young boy, shirt off with my dad. I remember digging as deep as I could, and my father would ask me if I was trying to dig a hole to China. I suppose I was just testing my strength and looking to see what life was like below the surface. When I bought my first house, I planted a garden behind the garage with plenty of eastern sun. I remember my okra having more value for its attractive flowers than the gooey pods that I let grow too big. So no more okra for me. My favorite flower that my mom grew was marigolds. I love their smell and the bright colors that indicate the apex of summer for me. She always planted them as border plants along the front of the house and the garden beds in the back because of their low stature. So in the summer of 2014, for the first time in years, I cleared out the weeds and planted marigolds in the thin dirt between the basketball court and fence in my backyard. 
I watched them grow and grow and grow. Before they bloomed, I was concerned that I had somehow planted the wrong seeds. But I couldn't really doubt it with the lush green fern-like leaves and the classic unmistakable fragrance that I adored. Finally, they began blooming, magnificent. Orange and yellow fireworks from top to bottom that stretched nearly to the top of my fence. I'd never seen any marigold that grew to half that size. So I decided to paint the marigolds. I set up a chair and table and gazed across the concrete to this seemingly unique horticultural event. Despite my depression, I spent days outside in the heat, willing myself to create. With a base sketch done in colored pencils, followed by darker green accents of paint and bursts of orange and yellow gold, layered upon the pencil swirls, the canvas came to life. When it was done, I was proud. My wife commented that the work was frameable. I went to the store, grabbed a dark green mat and cherry wood frame. I titled it Marigold Summer, faintly written in the thin layer of sky above the fence line. The painting is hung next to my back door where I can take a moment each day to appreciate what it was like to be a painter, an artist, in the summer of 2014. Since 2014, I have not attempted another painting. However, I've written hundreds of haiku. As I sit here today, I do embrace myself as an artist and as a writer. Winter sun through door, lights yellow and orange circles painted marigolds.